All right. Welcome, everybody, to Dario's World Podcast. And I am uh, have today's entrepreneur and health and well-being coach, A.B. Shaila. Uh, Sheila, excuse me. And, um, yeah, well, thank you, for uh, first of all, for actually making the time to be here. And let's get uh, right into it. I mean, what was or what's one of the reasons why you got started in the well-being industry? Like, what's uh, what got you uh, to get started on that within that industry? Well, I guess for me, it was uh, my personal journey. Mm-hmm. So about uh, a long time ago, <laughs> so it's not quite 30 years, but yeah, about 25, 27 years ago, I was, di- I started having some really bad symptoms. And uh, so I went for some tests and was diagnosed with an autoimmune illness, mm-hmm. which is hypothyroidism. And, um, and I was... Two years later, I was uh, pregnant, and then after that pregnancy, I started suffering from chronic back pain. So I had the two things going. So I had the yeah. autoimmune problem, I had the chronic back pain, and I was put on medication for the autoimmune issue. Um, my symptoms were not getting any better, and so I started to question the fact that I had to take medication for the rest of my life, which I was totally against um, from the start. Mm. <laughs> uh, so that was what got me to my to the journey of looking at my health yeah okay so that was ultimately the reason why you ended up getting started within um, within the health industry within the health and well yes yeah so I, yes so i thought if i actually i didn't think i would be teaching people i just thought i just need to get better yeah you just wanted to ultimately find a way to get better yeah so and since then, what has for you so far changed in your life? Like getting, you know, ultimately getting, getting, um, you know, focused on all that. Have you like done sort of like educational stuff or have you just taught yourself what you need to do or how did you end up getting into it? Okay. So for me, um, first of all, fire in 2014, yeah, it was 2014, I came to a decision that enough, enough, you know, I can't keep taking this medication. Um, my symptoms, I'm getting different symptoms. So something might disappear, but something else comes up and it's all related to the same thing. And so um, I started looking and investigating other ways. Mm. I didn't think there were any natural ways. I just didn't think I was just looking at other options, you know, I was looking at, and then at the same time, I started looking at my spirituality because I learned more about the mind and how the mind is powerful. And if your mind is strong enough and you believe strong enough, you can actually change things within your body. Um, slowly. To, so yeah, slow, yeah, it is slow and it's a process, but it does, it does work. And I came across, the, one of the first people I came across was Dr. Bruce Lipton, who used to teach, I think it was Stanford, I can't remember what university, in the 60s. And he's written a book called The Biology of Belief, which is how your mind affects your cells. And your cells then dictate whether you come up with a disease or you don't come up with a disease. Obviously, you have to have the genetic component there, but, or, but the mind plays a very uh, strong uh, part of it. So, and so I started looking at my spirituality, looking at all those things, and from there started to notice the difference 
in how I was feeling. So in terms of my energy, in terms of my mood, so like anxiety, stroke, depression, because one of the symptoms of, of what I had was that depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that started to lift. In terms of my physical symptoms, that also started to lift. Um, it wasn't fast, but there are considered difference. And so I was very hopeful. Yes. And yes. so why did I start teaching? Uh, because I thought, well, there's a lot of people like me um, who are going through the same thing. And so I could show them, you know, I could show them what I've done. Um, obviously, we're all different and we're all unique. And so what's worked for me is not going to work 100% for somebody mm-hmm. else, but it's an indication and I can guide them. Because I've gone, I went through a lot of trial and error. I've also, I also took a nutrition course in nutrition. I got myself certified and being a health coach, uh, NLP, EFT. I tried anything, you know, I tried EFT, which is, um, um, they call it the tap, tapping. So yes, emotional, yes. emotional freedom technique. So this way yeah. you tap on pressure points. And the good thing about EFT is that you don't have to believe it. You just have to say the words and do the tapping and it just seems to work. So uh, with my pain, I got into such desperation with the pain where I could not move and I was just prepared to try anything. And I tried it and it did it, it, it work. So. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, I've done, I've done NLP, timeline therapy, I've done hypnosis. I've done, uh, <clears throat> I got certified in theta healing, you know, advanced um, working with the energy kind of thing. Oh, yeah, um, higher cool. energy, you know, guiding that higher energy to heal the body and to read people and to just basically manifest things. Mm-hmm. Um, so since you started 20, 25 years ago, so what are you specifically now actually doing in your, with the work that you do when you work with people? Are you helping them detoxify or are you looking at it from a holistic point? How do you work with people these days? Okay, just to correct, I, I was diagnosed 25 years ago, but I actually started my um, journey because I used to work in human resources as a manager. But I started my journey in holistic healing in 2014. I started learning about so around six years ago. Yeah, so I started learning about it and then I started coaching three years ago. And um, so what was your question again? Sorry, I lost you there just to get there. Uh, to say, uh, my question was, how do you work with people? Like, oh, yeah. do you have like okay. a holistic approach or is there a certain uh, system that you follow when you work with people or are you getting them to detox or what's your process looking at, you know, helping people to become healthy? Okay. So for me, I work in a holistic um, way. So I strongly believe that you can't work with just your mind and your body. It's another component to you, which is your spiritual side. Mm. And so I think the spiritual side is very important. And, And for me, I found the spiritual side important, particularly important in terms of, getting to know what you need to do mm. because if you're able to listen to your spirit side it actually can it tells you what works for you so what food because i might have an apple but an apple might not be good for you but your spiritual side tells you and the more in tune you are with your spirit the more you feel these things and the more you're more in tune with your spirit the more you know when something's going wrong 
So as soon as you put something that's wrong within, it couldn't even be within seconds, you know that that's wrong. Whereas if you're not in tune, you can keep going, eating that same thing, and it's doing more damage, and you don't realize that this is happening. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's very important to be in tune with your spiritual side. Uh, your spiritual side also gives you answers to questions that you might have in terms of what direction you're going in any part of your life. So, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So what have you, since starting your own, you know, your own well-being coaching uh, on spiritual level, uh, working with people, what have you noticed the last three to five years working with people directly? What's the common mistake that most people make? Um, I think, first of all, I've found initially, uh, I think mindset is, 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 is key. Mm. Um, because willpower with willpower you it's not sustainable you go for a few weeks a few months and it's not sustainable whereas when your mindset is changed um, and you find it's like a domino effect once your mindset changes in one thing it changes in all things so like in terms of what you put into your body you start to realize that you can't be putting anything into your body because it affects other things you just don't feel like doing that anyway. So mindset, I think, is key to change your mindset from, um, what's it, in terms of health, change your, just to have the right mindset that to serve. So you need anything you put into your body, anything you're doing to your body, anything you're doing needs to be serving your, the purpose, your purpose here on earth, your purpose here in life. Um, so anything you're doing, any discussion, which like for me is difficult because um, in terms of other parts of my life, you know, I, I've begun, I'm beginning to realize that even conversations that I, I have um, has an effect on my whole well-being. So be careful not to um, get, in, get into certain ways of thinking. So the words you use to, again, is very important on mm-hmm. your whole well-being. So even though food is a big part, don't get me wrong, but if you're not doing other things right, it's like putting water into a bucket that's got holes in it. It might have little holes and might seep out through slowly, but it will surely seep out. So you need, in terms of well-being, you need to have adequate sleep. You need to look at technology very important in terms of electronic magnetic fields, which is like your Wi-Fi, your phones, your microwave, everything. Um, you need to look at, at that. The surroundings, you know, you need to look at how much time you're spending on social media. So it's all connected mm. uh, with how your body works. Mm. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So it's, it has some similarities when, when I'm listening to your answers. It's really inter- interesting. It's sort of like what you're literally telling me is about the mindset, you know, that, that's the interesting part, how you say the mindset is, is literally the first thing before anything else. It's the same thing that I say when it comes to selling your services. People talk about, you know, improving your communication skills and sales strategies and pitching and closing and all that. But it's just as important when I actually say to people all the time, 
your mindset and the way that you think with your beliefs is what drives you to ultimately either hold those conversations or not. So what you're saying is literally the same thing about in regards to well-being. It starts with the mindset. So your beliefs around health and what you believe it to be needs to be adjusted before you do anything else. Yes, because if you, if you, if you, yes, you need to believe that what you're putting into your body will affect, even your way of thinking will affect. Um, I, I find like, for instance, if, I, if you take something like um, ADHD, ADD, asthma, or any allergies that are quite common these days, which never used to be common 20 or 30 years ago, you take all those things um, and people, you've got people who believe, well, I need to take this to make me better, even though it never makes them better. I need to take this to make me better. But, uh, so if you've got that mindset that I need to pop a pill mm. to make me better, then you know, you're going to be trying to eat well, but your mindset is in the, well, I'm only going to get that with the pill. So therefore you're not doing the other things that yeah, go, it's that go into way, yeah. yeah, you're not doing the other things that go with making you well, which is yeah. not just food. So you, you can eat well 100%. <laughs> it doesn't work. So if when your mindset is, yeah, I was created to heal myself. You know, I was created because like in anything, even like with viruses or anything like that, you will hear that it says that it gets people who are immunocompromised. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so if you're immunocompromised, and it's not just with your food, it's with your stress management, which is a big thing. It's your stress. So this is where like the yoga and the breathing comes into practice. Your mm. daily routine comes into practice. Same as what, what you do with everything comes into, practice, comes into place. The amount of radiation that you're allowing into your, your home and into the amount of chemicals that you use, you know, all those things. And, and obviously we can't, we're where we are, we can't eliminate everything. Well, keep in mind that your body can detoxify itself. So your, what you need is not to overload your body. Because if you're mm. overloading your body by eating food that's not organic and it's got a lot of chemicals in it, and you're, you've got a lot of EMFs around you, a lot of technology around you, you're not managing your stress, uh, you're not managing your thoughts, so you've got mm. these negative thoughts coming in, keeping your balance, your cells go that way they go down yeah absolutely yeah, so, so limiting beliefs you know you're not managing getting rid of your limiting beliefs i can now i can't lose weight all my family will have a lot of weight limiting belief yeah. that's not true all the uh, subconscious stuff as well right so yeah all yeah stuff so on you <laughs> yes yeah so the things that creep up on you and the things that are generational too so that's why i said like the spiritual side has to come into it because sometimes some things that we have mm-hmm. are actually generational like um i i had somebody doing energy healing on me and um yeah my belief my limiting belief of fear of criticism and I had found this out because I did some muscle testing and I found out that I was having generational problems from my great my maternal great-grandmother. And somebody else did, I had no conversation with her, and she did some energy healing on me, and she said there's something from your great from two generations mm-hmm. up on your mother's side. Yeah. You know, yeah, and so sometimes, so because we knew we are we're actually spirits having an uh, having uh 
a human experience, I'm sure a lot of you have heard yeah. this. So therefore, we're not brand new that everything that affects us is just affected us from birth, you know. We've come yeah. in for a purpose, we've come in for growth. So therefore, we've come in with baggage. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a purpose for us <laughs> being reborn, for, for sure. Every time we, we die, we get reborn. Yes. That's, what I, that's what I had to put it, that's what I believe. Um, some people believe something different, but that's my belief that um, our souls or our spirit get reborn until it's fulfilled. Yes, everything yes, that you yes. need to learn, and that can be as many times. There's no exact count how many times it just needs to fulfill its purpose. Okay, because yeah, it needs to. You need to fulfill your purpose. Yeah. So if you if you if you if you exit before you fulfill your purpose. Uh, some people believe that it might not necessarily be here, it might be on another planet, because I think so, that's something we forget, that we're not alone in the universe. Yeah, there's, you know, anything is possible. Um, but we definitely, we go back on, on uh, in, in Theta Healing, um, you have where God's level is, or the energy of God is level seven. You go back onto level seven, get a task, you know, get your homework, mm. get reborn, have no memory of what happened before, um, and then basically you in your on your in your spirit is that task, and if you fulfill it, then you get to another you get level. to another level in a way, and you get another task, and you get reborn again, and that yeah. goes until everything is fulfilled that you need to fulfill, and then when you are on the highest level, you're supposed to then just be in the light without getting reborn. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And it does kind of make sense, like, even when you come from any religion, you kind of think about it. Yeah, it does make sense. But the thing is that, um, I, that this is why I say you cannot work without working with your spirit because you cannot, it's impossible that you work from year zero because you're not year zero. <laughs> you're thousands of years old, so you can't work from year zero. You can't work from. And you never know. Sometimes maybe there is a, a, you know, there is a spirit that is completely new. Who knows? That is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I think most of us have 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 had some sort of past spirits. You know, and, uh, and any, you know, there's like absolutely, totally agree. I mean, that's, you know, that the difficult thing is that there is no registry book that we can look into but i'm sure that <laughs> this is why this is why if you're in tune yeah because all the answers are within yes you absolutely. know all the answers it's just because as you know we're 95 percent subconscious and five percent conscious mm. so we're only aware consciously five percent mm. if at all if it's even five percent so but the other bits are subconscious so it's in there or Super conscious of the fact. Absolutely. It's in there. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's all in there. So, if, but if you're if you're very in tune, you can get your answers because mm -hmm. you know your spirit. You you do know. You're just not aware. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. So yeah, so that's very interesting. So um, the other thing that I was like right now because of the coronavirus has that affected you at all, or have you just like? Because of the way that you are working on yourself and, and your own development, it has not really made a big impact. 
emotionally it ha- emotionally it has because because um i feel that a lot of people don't really see what the truth is so emotionally it has but i've worked on that in terms of the virus itself i had because i moved countries i moved from the united kingdom when i came to the states and i had to have the flu vaccine and i had to have the flu vaccine in February, because it's a requirement if you want to stay here. I had to have it in February. So this was before shutdown and before coronavirus came. Um, but instinctively, I knew it was the wrong thing to do. I instinctively knew it was the wrong thing to do because um, the reasons why is because I have had all vaccines, but of since I've been studying health, vaccines has been one of the things that I've really studied. And um, I found that there's, there's been no safety tests. And, and I've also found about what is actually in them. And so if you, if, you, if you take one, it compromises your immune system. So therefore, by having it, I've, I once, once they said there's lockdown, because I knew, as soon as I, I took it, I knew my immune system was compromised anyway, even though my immune system was up. So, but I spoke to some friends who, I've got a friend who had cancer 30 years ago and is completely cancer-free now without radiation, without anything. And I spoke to her, she said, she told me what to do. And, and so I started doing that, you know, so like I was doing the juicing and I went on the fast and tried to uh, detoxify my body from what I had put into my body. And so when it hit, and I had some effects, you know, when, when, when I had some effects and I thought, Ooh, this doesn't feel good, you know. It wasn't good. But again, coronavirus hits then. Um, I couldn't, you can't really say, if you cough now, you hide that you cough. Mm. The situation is so bad that if you cough now, because people look at you, do you have the, if you have a fever, or do you have the coronavirus? You, 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 people, <laughs> I would be scared to go to a doctor now, you know. Yeah, it's a tricky Yeah. Yeah, you don't have the confidence. If you're not feeling well, I would not feel confident telling people that I don't feel well. Mm. I would not have the confidence because everything is attached to coronavirus, even though we've been sick before now. We've yeah. always been sick. You know, but now everything is attached to that. Or you, or you have a cough, do you have this? You sneeze, or do you have the coronavirus? So I would not be comfortable telling anybody that I'm not well. That's the honest truth. Mm. And so, yes, yeah, so physically... I did, but I would say I had a lot of because my electronics was playing up to when I after that too. I had a lot of symptoms which I would attribute to radiation poisoning, which is uh, and funny enough, the radiation radiation poisoning and coronavirus have very similar symptoms. So that's 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 quite strange anyway. So, but I I, I had I, I couldn't even touch my phone. So my phone I couldn't touch it because when I touched my phone, it was doing for really funny things. I don't know if it came from the vaccine. I don't know where it came from, but that's what was happening to me then. Um, so physically, I think my body is in good condition to be able to withstand that. Emotionally, yes, I did coping with the lockdown and 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 all that. Yeah, but in terms of changing my mindset again, how to work on my focus, changing my state. And I don't know if you you know Tony Robbins, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went on one of his challenges recently and he was talking and I've been on his uh, Unleashing the Power Within. I've done the fireworks. I worked on fire before. And uh, he talks about how you can change your state in a matter mm-hmm. of seconds. So no matter how sad you're feeling, 
you can change your state in less than a minute. You can yeah, change you can that change minute. it in seconds. Yeah, you can change it with, exactly. That's what the demand <laughs> you can you can actually and and and, and yeah, that's the only thing. So you can change your state in a matter of seconds. Mm. You can change if you're in a bad mood, you can come out of it in a matter of seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's by using your physiology, using your focus, and using your language. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, one thing that I that I say to people when they're in a bad mood is just do some like an activity like you know. Uh, listen to uplifting music or jumping <laughs> up and down and laughing or uh, watching a funny video or, you know, whatever it is, as soon as you have a laugh, as soon as you have the endorphins kick in, you cannot be sad, you cannot be depressed and those negative thoughts disappear. Yes, because it, it can't coexist, you know. They, no. they, they, they can't exist. In so once you change it uh, and your body recognizes them as the same, so it doesn't know when you're changing it. So you, once you change it, yeah, you just, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, fantastic. Well, I really enjoyed our interview today. And, uh, and it's great what you shared. It just shows that not only we need to work on our spirit, but also we need to work consistently, no matter what happens, if it is coronavirus yeah. or something else. We also need to work on our emotional state and thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, such an important factor to keep on working on ourselves so it doesn't affect us in a negative way. Now, if anybody that listens to the podcast wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to reach out to you? Ooh, sorry, I didn't even think about it. Um, you can contact me. I've got a Facebook page, mm -hmm. uh, a Peony Live. If you type in a Peony on Facebook, a Peony Live, I'm on there. Um, I suppose there's other companies that have uh, go by that name. But if you can see my my name's on the screen, isn't it? You can type in that. You can contact contact me. On oh, you can. What you can do is you can share with me your link, you, and then I'll put it into the pod, podcast. Description. Yes, yes, yes. I can share. Uh, yes, I'll, that's. I think that's the easiest thing. <laughs> share the link with you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the easiest way of doing it. Absolutely. All right, fantastic. Well, um, thank you so much for making time for the interview today and keep on, you know, focusing and working on yourself and helping people making an impact, healing themselves through the work that you do. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being part of it. And before I go, I just want to let you know that I've got a, a challenge coming up next week. Is that okay to oh, say? Oh, really? Okay, great. What's yeah, the challenge so, called? Uh, it's called... Uh, to improve your gut health. Mm -hmm. So I'll be talking about some of these things, how to improve your gut health. Um, and it's a it's a five-day challenge, but it's over like seven days. So I skip a day. Yeah, uh, okay, fantastic. So awesome. uh, and I will send you the um, link for that to Darius. Yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. And once the challenge is over, can people just reach out if they want to do it at a later date? Yes, yes, yes. I'll be running it. I'll be running. So if, it, if it's over for July, which is next week, I'll be running another one in August. So oh, fantastic. Fine. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and uh, have a fantastic evening or day where, where you are. It's daytime. My yes, time is daytime. evening here. So <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, I will sure, um, you know, I'm sure the people that are listening to this, We'll reach out to you and get in touch with you to help improve their well-being. Thank you, Darius. You're welcome. Okay. Bye.